Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am Ephi Bell, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. Uh, I was supposed to do the podcast yesterday, but everything started happening from early in the morning until. And I learned a powerful lesson about guilt. I know there are stages in guilt, and if y'all don't know, well, let me explain. But um, even if you do, it's always good to make sure you understand, right? So, the dictionary puts guilt as the fact of having committed a... a, (laughs) Specific or implied offense or crime makes someone feel guilty, especially in order to induce them to something, to do something. My bad. Guilt. Celeste had been guilted into going by her parents. Just gave you a little sentence, right? But guilt. And it comes in levels. It comes in, you know, used over time for guilt. And you have, there are three types of guilt. It says here, there are three basic kinds of guilt. Natural guilt or remorse over something you did or failed to do. Free floating or toxic guilt. The underlying sense of not being a good person. And three, existential guilt. The negative feeling that arises out of the injustice you perceived in the world and out of your own. So let's go back. The first one is natural guilt or remorse over something you did or failed to do. Two is free-floating guilt or toxic guilt. The underlying sense of not being a good person, and three, existential guilt, the negative feeling that arises out of the justice you perceived in the world and out of your own. 
The type of guilt I'm talking about is natural guilt or remorse. I met a young man that he 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 went to jail. He went to jail a lot of years. Really, shit, let's say half of his life. He's been in and out of jail. So the other half, you know, he got married, had some kids. And, you know, all he know is to do bad. And when I say bad, I don't mean hurt people. Robbing and stealing and selling drugs for a living. Right? To sustain his family, so to speak. I want to give you a background so you'll understand. Right? And listen, if none of this applies to you, don't worry about it. And if it does, there's help. And change the narrative. And get around people that see the beauty in you. Right? So let me go. So all his life, you know, let's say half of his life. Be precise. Half of his life. He sold drugs, robbed, steal, you know. Wasn't abusive to a woman or, you know, and his family benefited off of the stealing, the robbing, and the selling drugs because he gave them money. Now, 5000 10000 2000 1500 here. But nowhere in this circle did anyone say, hey. Let's get you something good to do. Let's get you some therapy. Let's, you know, teach you how to do a job application. Let's take this money and invest it. Let's, let's get you back on the right track. No. Hood Rich. I remember talking to my best friend and my sister, right? I said, you know, Hood Rich is a poor man's concept. I am only going to be in my hood, in my neighborhood. I'm never traveling out. And if I do, I may go to another borough. I'm going to go and buy all this jewelry. I am going to be dolled up, get my hair done, my feet done, get my man his jewelry, his Jesus piece. You know, we're going to have rings and we're going to have all the designer Balenciaga, Birkin bags. But we're on the bus. And we're just sitting in the projects or the neighborhood. And we'll go out to eat. You know, our biggest store, our biggest place to eat is Applebee's or Red Lobster. That's it. We're not going nowhere else. We may go to the pizza parlor and grab a whole pizza and eat it and tell people how we got, we, we live in life on the high horse. No one in this family has an ID. No one in this family ever got on a plane or train or boat. No one in this family has ever left their neighborhood. They sell drugs in it. They get arrested in it. They sit there. They screw each other. They talk bad about each other. But no one's going nowhere. Okay. So no one is going to tell you, hey, what you're doing is wrong. Let me, let me show you how you can change your life. Right? Or at least encourage them. Hey, I know you can do better. Like, this is, this is what you want. And even a young man was crying out for help. But no one wanted to see it or hear it because I can't get 
my nails done or my feet done or I can't wear designer clothes, which they're really not. They're knockoffs, but okay. But I can't wear that if I go get a job. No, you go and sell drugs. I And I need to brag with my friends. I got a drug dealer. Mm-mm, girl, I date a drug dealer. Wait, hold on. Let me go and buy that. Okay. All right. Make it make sense. But okay. Now, we go to jail. Kids are born now. Daddy's not there. And then when daddy do come home, she's only home for a minute because mommy missed that lifestyle. So now while you in jail, mommy got to find a way to keep that status. So either I'm going to date another drug dealer or I'm going to have to get out here and sell drugs because I need that status. I can't have my friends and them talking about me. No. Okay. So now digging deeper and I'm showing my kids that selling drugs is it. Scamming people is it. Stealing is it. So, okay. Daddy come home. Mommy goes to jail now. Right? Mommy's in jail now. Now daddy got the kids. Now daddy's stressing. Daddy is selling drugs, but now he get high. So, because he's stressed. He got these kids. His wife is in jail. Now he has to get out here and hustle. Now he has to make sure they in school. And I do a hand-to-hand and get caught. Now, mommy's in jail, and I'm in jail. Excuse me, the kids go in the system. But then the grandmother steps up. She takes the kids. Okay. Now, they come home. Mommy start dating someone else because she can't do this because she needs a level of. Now, we're at war, and I'm arguing with the person. Just chaotic, right? But I still get back out there in the streets because these kids got to eat. And she's dating this dude and he can't give her all of that. So now me and the dude is at war and I'm still paying for her. Now she don't want to live with her mother. So I got to go out here and get some money and, you know, make these sales and put her in her own apartment. Okay. But now I got to maintain it. I can't come in there because she got a man. I'm arguing and fighting, me and her fighting, cops are being called, ACS is being called, kids are going from my house to your house, to the system, to the grandmothers. So it's all toxic. Outside family, because I can see, ain't they a grandmother, an aunt, an uncle? Well, all they wanted was money. That's it. The whole thing was toxic. Now, everybody is guilty in this circle. Nobody's. Obsolete. No one's excused. Except for the kids, because they don't know no better. They're following suit. Mother passed away. God bless the dead. So now the father. Grandmother has to get custody because the father's in and out of jail. So when he do come home, grandma say, hey, I'm tired. I need a life. She get the kids back. So now I'm living in the one room apartment. I got to find a girl because I got to move in and bring my kids. Okay. The girl is being abusive to his kids because she wants all the love for her kids but I still got to get out here and sell drugs so the girl is sitting here saying well you know you got to bring something to the table I don't know how to really work you know and if I do it got to be a bullshit job but I got to get out here and sell drugs because me again helping your lifestyle But in the process, when I don't give you what you want, you take it out on my kids. So now the kids are distrustful of anybody who their father deals with. But what happens? 
you get caught again. So now you're in jail. All the money and the drugs you had, the girl takes it. She sells it and takes that money. She ain't coming to visit you. You in jail. You can't help me. <laughs> you going. And get these kids out of my house. I'm not raising them. So the kids are shit back to grandma. Right? So now I'm in jail. I'm sitting here. I don't know who's going to look out for me. Because, see, when I was out in the street, I was taking care of everybody. Hood rich mentality. I made sure my sister ate. I made sure my brother ate. I made sure my kids ate. The grandma ate. Whatever girl I was with ate. So everybody ate. But now I'm in jail. I can't even get a letter. And if I call, because you know that J-Pay and that collect call, it might be on. But every day I take a chance. And if it is by certain, they do pay it. Then it's, hey, how's everybody? Yeah, you know, times are hard. Yo, you know, I'm doing bad up here. Can you just send me a few, put a little bit on my book? I see what I can do, you know, because I ain't got no money. So everybody gets left out because they leave the breadwinner out, right? And then the kids, now they're older. Oh, I never had a father. They make them feel remorseful. They make him feel guilty, which in a sense he is. He should be. Because if you couldn't change your life for the very two lives you created, you're not going to change your life for anybody. That's the mentality that the kids had. Our mother's dead. He's not changing his life. So, you know, fuck that. We got to get out here and survive. But one day, daddy will get home. So, pop's home now. Pop's come home. Pop's now is around people that's saying, hey, you know, you ain't got to get out there and sell drugs, my brother. Like, yo, you know, you can get a job. It's going to take a little longer, but you can live life better. Like, what it is you want to do, man? I want to, you know, start my own company. Okay. All right. Well, you know, you got to crawl before you walk. So, okay. Pops, come home. It's the reason why I'm telling y'all this. Pop, come home. Pops get in the halfway house. Pops have to go check in because he's on paper. And when I say he's on paper, he's he's on parole. So he has a curfew. He has to check in with his parole officer. He has to maintain a innocent and healthy lifestyle. Well, when you come home, side note, there's no such thing as maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Because if you don't have a support group, or a network of people, you kind of go right back. So you're going to need that. You're going to need your family, your friends, people to help you. Because especially if you've been going longer than five years, you have to now learn about this world. Yeah, they do. People in jail learn about shit quicker than even people outside. But now you are out here. You have to maintain. There's no more surviving. Now you have to learn how to live. You got to shift the gears. Because now you're in a whole new different world. And, you know, you got to, some people have to control their anger. Some people have to learn how to be angry, you know. And it's, it's so different, but it's not complicated, right? But they do need support. They do. They need prayers and all of that. So, okay. So now the father is home. The father is around a different type of people now. Not used to these kind of people. People that's 
pouring into them. Hey, you know, you can do this. Hey, you know, one day at a time. We believe in you. So Pops went through a halfway house. Pop went and started getting services. Now Pop has his own apartment. Pop was informed, hey, before you get your girls, build this foundation. Let them come and see you. Yeah, we don't ever want to separate you from your family, but let them come and see you. But first get that foundation, you know, decorate it up and uh, build it up so they can have a safe space and somewhere clean and nice and decent. Okay. Pop got to get a job. So Pop gets a little job, you know, nothing grand, nothing big. Working in a fast food restaurant. So Pop did that. Okay. So daughter comes. First daughter comes. I need to live here. Now, small backstory. Everywhere daughter went, daughter has been a problem. Daughter gets kicked out wherever she went or every family member they threw out. Pop is the only one. Okay. So daughter comes. Now little daughter comes. Okay. And this is where I learned about guilt. You've never been a father to us. You've always been in jail. No one will clean. No one will cook. Daughter, oldest one, will go out with friends, come back with lobster and shrimp and all kinds of different takeout food. And father go, hey, let me taste that. Oh, no, I'm not giving you anything. Pops got to go to the soup kitchen and eat or to the halfway house and hope they serve in a meal. Pop work and pay all the bills. Pop family. Oh, we want to see you. We want to see you. So Pop gets girls and he goes down in the city and visit family. Family looking for drug money. Yeah, you know, because we can't do this, we can't do that. So when you going to start back? Pop was supposed to stay there for three days. Pop wound up leaving the next day. Daughters and everybody's confused. Like, I don't know why he working at the fast food when he could be out there, you know, making money and taking care of us. Pop is scared this time. Pop getting older. Pop ain't young. Pop 50-something. Pop can't get out there and serve hand to hand. He can, but he'll look retarded. Pop can't bring that money in. This is a whole new different time than it was five, six, seven years ago. Got COVID. Now you got monkeypox. You got people going now to get medication. They don't need cracking dope no more. They can get medication free from Medicaid. Pop don't have, he's not getting that money like that. And is it worth it? Because Pop don't want to go back to jail. Because he already know when I get in there, ain't nobody looking out for me. So Pop is turning over a new leaf. But everybody that's around Pop is trying to make his life difficult, thinking that if we make him feel uncomfortable and we keep telling him we don't have this, and we can't get this, and how are we going to survive so Pop can get out there and sell drugs? And I mind you, these are adults. These are siblings. These are friends. These are children of his. Nobody in this circle is getting a job. Nobody in this circle is making their own way. Now, they get a little public assistance and all of that. But ain't nobody out there hustling. 
They waiting for Pop. Pop 50-something. Pop can't do that no more. Pop days is over. Let Pop go on over there in the corner, get a little fast food job, maybe do some side gigs or selling T-shirts or something. But leave Pop alone, you know? Can't do that. So then daughters bring, especially older daughter, brings friends over, they get drunk and all of that. And when Pop say, hey, you know, you can't do that. Oh, you was never a father to me. You was never there. So now Pop is loaded with guilt. And when I say I saw guilt in a level of, I want to ask y'all this question. You go to the supermarket and you go and buy food for the house. You come home. It's hot outside. Everybody in here is able-bodied human beings. Daddy, can you go to the store? Mind you, the store is seven blocks away, right? They don't got no car. He get up, he walks to the store to get a bag of chips. Just a bag of chips. Come back. He hot, drinking water. He's sitting there. Daddy, we don't have no juice. He said, no, we do have juice in the refrigerator. I brought it. No, 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 because we got people coming over. We're going to need more than that. Get back up. Walk back to the store. Come back. Daddy, we going to need um, some soap and some tissue. He said, no, we got it. We don't have none. He said, no, I brought some. No lie. Daughter threw it in the garbage and poured water on it. Oh, it's wet. That wasn't no good. So now you got to get back up and go to the store. Comes back. Daddy. He's like, what? Oh, we don't have no candles for the cake. We do. No, she don't want those. Daddy, can you go get ice? He was like, nah, I'm tired. Oh, my God, you've never done nothing for us. You've never. Wow. He got up and went. And I asked him. I had to ask. I know what y'all are saying, but I know I had to ask. Why are you doing that when all of them can go to the store? There's nothing wrong with them. They're able-bodied people. Why can't they go to the store? Why? He was like, I know, I know, I know they may look like they're using me, but you know, I was in jail. But didn't you go to jail selling drugs, trying to pay the rent and things like that because nobody was helping you so they can have a roof over their head? Yeah, the, the risk was crazy. Could have went and got a job and all of that. But you had to work within the shit you know, and nobody was telling you any other way. So, okay, I can't excuse it, but I understand it. Yeah, okay. Um, but every time they call, you're going to go to the store. You're going to go and do this. And they come in here, uh, put a, f a fan in their room and stay cool. And your ass is hot. They bring food. Watch You will watch them eat and they ain't giving you none. And they'll put juice in there and tell you don't drink it. And you won't drink it. And it's just for them. But you got to get up every morning and go to the soup kitchen and go to all of that. Either you a new age fool or you crazy. He said, nah, you don't understand because they mom died and, you know, they don't have nobody and I have to be the only parent and, you know. I said, oh, okay. Now, some of y'all may say, hey, e Bell, that's, that's harsh, you know, because it is his fault. He shouldn't have went to jail and all of that. That's true. Might be. And maybe I am harsh. Maybe I am. But I understand now what guilt is and remorse and how people carry it when they don't need to. Now I understand when they say, yo, put those bags down. They're not yours. It's too heavy to carry. Drop it right there where you are. 
But how do you drop something that you don't even know that's a burden to you? How do you drop something that you don't even know how to let it go? Because guilt is, is killing you. Why are you guilty? Why do you feel this guilt? Well, because I'm not, I wasn't a good parent. Well, you're definitely not one now. So what's the difference? You are sitting here allowing your children to manipulate you and they're reaping the benefit. Set down one boundary or one rule and watch. Watch what happened. So he did that. He didn't do it aggressively. He said, hey, either you go to school or you get a job and y'all going to start cleaning up. No lie. The baby daughter was like, I'm going back to my grandmother. She left the other day. She was like, oh, I'm going back. What? He's like, no, we're not going to play this game no more. I'm done. I raised y'all. I did the best I can. Yeah, I made some bad decisions, but I'm here to correct them. Nobody else wanted y'all in their house. Now I'm making a house and a place for y'all, and you should help me take care of it. Not a bad speech. I said, when you say it, you got to stand on it. He said, and there's no turning back. The young daughter called her grandmother, went in the bathroom, called her grandmother. I need to go. I don't want to be here. So she got on the train and went back home to the grandmother. Now, let's be, let's take it back. When she's at the grandmother's house, she do her homework. She has chores. Ain't nobody coming in my house that I don't know about. I need to know who your friend's family is, the mothers, and who take care of y'all. I Nobody's spending the night, and you have things you need to do, and you're going to study. Grandma got rules. Grandma got boundaries. Grandma ain't playing that motherfucking game. Oh, but my daddy don't got no rules, and I can I can do whatever I want. So now daddy is putting down rules. Pop is saying, nah, we ain't doing that. Now you got things to do, and y'all got to start cleaning up, and you're going to go to the laundry and wash these clothes and mop these floors. And, uh-uh. She went into the bathroom, y'all, called her grandmother, left. She left yesterday. Yo, I'm out. I'm not staying here. The oldest daughter. Oh, I'm going to Job Corps. I'm out. I ain't staying here. He was like, okay, if that's what you want. Yeah, mm mm, mm mm. No, I'm out. I said, so you will leave a place where you can have access. All you need to do is clean up, go get a job, or go back to school. You're 19. Either go back to school or get a job, but clean up. Don't have all these people in here and take care of your home. That's too much. So you're going to go into an environment where you ain't got no choice. There's discipline there. Because you can't, and it's sad when you can't be welcome anywhere else. You can't. Because you messed it up. You burnt all these bridges. But what's even more sad, all right, is the people that were around Pop, no one said, hey, you know, let me help you with the girls or let me um, get, help you fill out job applications or let me show you how to receive services or, you know, plug into your community and or, or go and get your GED. Like, let's help you change the narrative and the energy in your life. No, instead... When you getting back out there selling, you know, I saw your friend and they was, you know, they was doing it. You saw a 50-year-old something selling drugs? No, no, no. His, his friend is younger. But he was out there. Oh, okay. He taking care of his family. Oh, okay. He a new age fool. Okay. I said, um, 
when he went to jail, who took care of him? Oh, he'll survive. And I learned another lesson. People, be careful of the people that surround you. Because they'll have you lose every fucking thing. Everything. And when I tell you, I understand we always say point to people that point to you. Be mindful of the cups you pouring into. Sometimes no shit's got holes in it, leaky. It may look like a cup. It might be a brown paper bag. Why would you pour it into a strainer? <laughs> that don't make no sense. You got to be mindful of the things and the energy and your accessibility that you allow people in your life. You have to. And be mindful of the people that's pouring shit in your ear. Be careful. Motherfuckers that have you, you think you walking down to the corner, they have you walking in a goddamn cesspool or a hole in the street. No. Check the facts. Here it is. This brother is trying to change his life. And no one wants him to change. Why? Because if he change, I can't benefit off of him. I can't get this money. But not saying, this is the mentality, y'all. Make it make sense. I, the math don't math. It ain't like it was back then. You're not making that money. Police are shooting you. Shit is hard out here. If prostitutes now going to get unemployment and trying to get a... Another stimulus check or something. How the fuck if pussy can't be made money by? What you think a drug deal? That's why motherfuckers are scamming and getting online trying to get you in social media because going hand in hand ain't it no more. It's not. I've seen drug dealers get jobs. I was sitting there like, I know you lying. Man, it's hard out here. Show it. I seen pimps getting jobs. Nigga. What happened to your girl? Man, that COVID shit, uh-uh. And, oh, and, oh, fans only really been, like, shut down a little bit. Damn. So, for real. Niggas are learning about stocks and dividends and investing. Like, yo, we got to get another income coming in. I know you're lying. Prostitutes, sex workers, all of them. I seen sex workers now working in beauty parlors. Shit, I got to learn something, girl. Pussy ain't selling like it was. I'm being harsh because this is real. And I'm sitting there like, wow. But guess what? Somebody must have showed them, seen them, or told them. So now they're changing the narrative. Are they finished doing what they're doing? No. But at least they're trying. They're going in another direction. Because that shit right there ain't working no more. It ain't, it ain't bringing what it used to bring. So, okay. You got dudes that out here that's hustling. They'd rather go get head from a crackhead. That's $5 instead of me paying two and three hundred to you, ma. And it's sad and sick, but it's real. So here it is. Pop is sitting there trying to change his life and his own people because they can't eat off of him or benefit. Why are you getting a job so he can take care of his bills? You ain't going to make enough. I said, damn, is anybody going to see something positive in it? Oh, you getting around new people and now you changing. Because he's growing up now. He's 50-something years old. He's growing up. Yeah, but, you know, he ain't going to survive out there. He right. Selling drugs, he ain't. Because jail is the step. And you on paper and you on parole and you want this motherfucker to sell drugs? Come on. Nigga, you too old. You too old. I know, I know, I know. 
But my daughters are leaving because you set boundaries. You think grandma and them having a fit? Did grandma and them call you? No, because they already know they'll be back. See, rules, boundaries, raising a child because they're not grown. Raising a child comes with you setting rules, not abusive or anything like that, but cleaning up your room. Going out, getting a job, and, and making sure you help out. And I can hear some of y'all, well, that's not the kid's responsibility. Where do they learn how to survive? They learn from home. Let me tell you, I thought I was grown, right? 16, 17. Then when I turned 18, I was like, shit, I'm grown. I went out in the street, me and my son. I went out in the street, got a little apartment, me, my best friend, and my son. And I'm out here hustling, doing what I need to do because, you know, I'm grown. I got my keys. Now I have to get to the park because I didn't understand the full concept, right? I didn't know how parents make it look easy. They make it look easy. But if you're not paying attention and you're not learning the basics, you're going to fail. So I'm out here partying, making sure my son got all the name brand clothes. Light bills come every month. Rent come every month. Water bill come every month. Got to take them to the doctor. Got to eat. Gas bill come every month. Got a cell phone. That comes every month. Now I got to make executive decision. Do I pay this light bill or do I eat? Guess what I did? I went home. I went to my mother and said, listen, I'm not ready. Fuck y'all. Y'all can judge me all day. I'm not ready. I wasn't paying attention when you were telling me, yo, you got to pay this and do that. I ain't ready. I went back home. Me, my son went right back home. Went back home. Hey. And then I started paying attention. Started learning how to go food shopping and grocery, making groceries. I learned how to catch a sale. I don't need to go and buy Jordans and I'm walking or we hungry. We look cute, but we hungry. I know you fucking lying. My mother wasn't the type to always pay bills. So I had to also look at her flaws and her negative shit. So I can say, oh, I'm never doing that. Never belongs to God. But yeah, nah, uh-uh. I've been so triggered because coming up, our lights was turned off and we had to send the plug through the neighbor's house that I paid my fucking light bill right when it come. And I know they give you so many days. Fuck that. I don't want my shit off. Nope. But I had to learn. I would go food shopping with my mother and I'd be like, my explain this. What's the difference with this? And why is this better than this? And, you know, plucking a, a watermelon and see if it's fresh or not. Touching fruit and, and reading ingredients and shit like that. Taking a nutrition class, going to home ec, really paying attention then, because shit like that wasn't adding up. So then when I got older, I was like, oh, okay. And I started watching people and started seeing and started talking and going around moms that had kids and how they can make a meal and making, you know, cleaning and cooking and taking care of their kitchens and their families and sitting down and when you're going out packing lunches and preparing. I didn't learn food prep until later on down the line, but everything else I learned, cleaning meat, cleaning your fruit, making sure shit is healthy and good, looking at dates. So I went back home. But this young man, nobody didn't teach him that. 
They didn't teach him how to shop. They didn't teach him how to go and look for sales. They didn't teach him that. He's just learning that now. Yo, how, why are you buying this? Because, okay, look at this price and see the pounds and you see this. Now, does this add up? Okay, does, does that look fresh? No, then you don't buy that. Look at the date. But remember, that's the date they packaged it. And then they tell you how long it has of a shelf life. Uh-uh. Look, look at things. Oh, I want watermelon. Pluck it. There's a sound you got to hear. Oh, okay. Why? To make sure it's, it's fresh. And no, we don't eat seedless. So all these watermelons in here are seedless. We're not eating this. That dude that's outside, he got a truck. Tell him to cut that watermelon open. Okay, I can't eat watermelon, but you can. Cut that watermelon open. Seeds? Okay, you see the color? You see the texture? All right, grab that. Going shopping, school clothes, going clothes shopping, finding stuff where it's good quality. More for your buck. Going. I took him. We all went. Me, all of us, we all went to Walmart. And he was like, oh, I said, listen, you can either download the app and you'll get, you know, coupons and things like that, especially Home Depot. And you need paint. Get some trimming, you know, get a few pictures and wait until they have a sale on couches, things like that. You know, you, you're not you're not competing with no one. You're making it feel comfortable just for you. So now his family goes, you're around people that, you know, we don't we don't get along with. So we asked him, he said, why? Because they're changing you. He said Changing me how? It's like, now I'm curious. Changing me how? Well, it seems like they're taking you away from us. He said, I'm here. He said, would you want my life better? Wasn't nothing wrong with your life before. We was making money and we was. He said, no, y'all wasn't making anything. Y'all was spending money. He said, I was making the money. He said, but that money, where is it now? Where is it now? What? Where is it now? We, we, don't, we don't have a couch. We don't have none of that. I didn't have a lawyer. Where's that money now? Where is it? He said, that was six, seven years ago. He said, now we don't have nothing. We don't have a banking account. We, I just got ID. I just came home. I've been home for eight months. Where's all of that now? Oh, but they changing you. He said, and that's what we should do, change. Oh, I'm leaving. I don't like it here. Sister hasn't called him. Since that day, daughters are leaving. Brothers haven't been in contact because you're changing. You're being something you're not. You need to get back out in the street. The pressure is real. You would rather see a 50-something-year-old man outside selling drugs, going to jail, away from his family again, so you can get a couple of dollars? My people, those that are listening. Now, I know I usually give y'all a whole greeting, but I want you to understand. I shared this so you will know. Be mindful 
of the people that are around you. I understand pouring to people that point to you. Some people have forced narratives. They act like they're with you. While you're sitting there rowing the boat and your shit is sinking because they're digging holes in your shit. Why? Because they don't want to see you prosper. They want to see you stuck and lose everything. Because you know why? They have nothing. Oh, but, you know, I don't want to let my family down. That ain't your family, and they let you down. Those are people that are sick. They'll never see the beauty, the light, the great works that you can do. I don't mean for you to go over there and punch them in the face and tell them that they're stupid. No, but I don't need you to give up. I don't need you to hold that guilt and be like, yo, because, you know, my family, they're going to hate me. Guess what? If they making you do that, they hate you now already. So it's okay. I ain't like you, though, because, you know, you can turn shit off. No, I don't turn nothing off. I'm not a light switch. But I already see the greatness in me. And I'm not going to allow no one to stop me. My son told me one day, we were sitting talking. And I said, yeah, I want to, you know, do a TED Talk. He said, my think we're bigger. I said, what? He said, think grand. Just go big or don't go at all. Go big. Like, do shit that you say, yo, nobody done that. Well, I'm going to do it. Even if you don't reach the finish line. You did it. You made the attempt. You did it. Okay, go back to the drawing board. I worked that and didn't do it. Just keep trying shit. Cat Williams been telling us, keep on trying shit, trying shit, trying shit. Keep on. It's okay. You started. You didn't sit there. You're not stuck. Keep going. Keep going. I tell people all the time, yo, man, do a podcast. Yo, I tell this, my, my friend, Keisha, Chico. I say, yo, sing. I am just made, and then finally she sung. I was like, yo, she sounds beautiful. And it's consistency and discipline. But we are get taken off our fucking mark because... We don't want to disappoint people. Or people a whole lot pass over our heads. And they keep saying, oh, well, when you did this or when you do that. I don't give a fuck what I did do. I don't do it now. You, you haven't seen the change? Well, stay your blind ass over there. Okay, bye. I, I don't need to give you an explanation. I don't fuck with you. I'm still going. Bye. Oh, but you can't cut off family. I didn't cut them off. I just don't rock with them right now. I got things to do. I don't need to sit there and worry about what's going on. No. I had my homeboy call me and all he did, and I cringed because all he did was gossip about somebody. that He hadn't been in a relationship in six years. Maybe seven. I'm like, yo, why are these people still relevant? Why? And it, that's all. That's it. And I'm sitting here like on the phone like, why is he still talking about this chick? He, he, he done been with many chicks already. Why is he still? Yeah, I saw her and she didn't speak to me. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? But we will hold on to what someone did to us in the past. Or we'll hold those people accountable. Oh, well, when you were selling drugs, you were good. No, he was risking his life. And... We got so many other things that can happen to him besides jail. Death. He can run. The police can shoot him. Somebody else. Uh, uh, another drug dealer or whatever. Anything can happen. So why would you want him to end his life 
on every level, mentally, physically, as well as spiritually. Oh, some, this was my best. Oh, somebody must have put voodoo on you or something because you're around those spiritual people and you better be careful. Don't eat their food. Make it make sense. Because we want better for him. We're telling him he can do better. We're telling him, you know, hey, we're here if you need us. When he got his apartment, y'all, we all went out there to help him to make sure that, you know, everything was good. We helped him clean. We, add, You know, everybody brung something to add, a little pots and a little blow-up bed, some curtains, you know, some dishes, add a little... Uh, uh, shopping food, some groceries, and we all cooked and sat around and just was so happy that he did this. Within an eight-month time, you accomplished this. I didn't see none of his family, not a one, none of them. And when he called them and said, hey, y'all coming up? You know, I got my own place. Oh, I got things to do. Unless you're going to pay for a ticket. And, you know, I got to get my outfit and stuff. So if you could send me like six, $700, then I'll come. Because I ain't going nowhere without my hair done and my nails. I said, ask them, don't she got a man? Yeah, but, yeah. So why can't your man do that? Like, no, I'm your brother. I'm not your man. You got a man living in your house. Living, sleeping with you in your bed. Oh, but he ain't asked me to come. You did. I ain't coming up there looking like a bum. Bitch, you look like a bum already. For real. But this is, this is what we'll say. And this is the guilt that we will hold. So I'm telling you this story as of today. If any part of anything I said makes that you feel like, damn, that's how people will make me feel. I feel guilty. Put that fucking guilt down. As of today, put it down. What are you guilty for? Of trying to now change your life? Because somebody want to hold your past over you? I don't give a fuck if you suck dick, sold ass, sold drugs. You ain't doing that no more. You're changing. You are evolving. You see better, now you want better. And if they still holding on to that, or they try to hold that shit over you, fuck them. Fuck them and go and live your life. Go and live your life. Everybody and their mother told me I'll never be shit. I had a good girlfriend. Her mother told me in my face, you will never be nothing. I don't even know why my daughter hang with you. I was 14 going on 15. I had adults sit there because of the people I hung with. They didn't know me. Oh, she's never going to be nothing. Look at her. Mm -mm. My ex-husband told me I will never be shit ever. I will always be a bum. I said, oh, okay. Homegirls. Because I'll never forget. Homegirls that I assumed was my friends, my A1 day ones. Yo, y'all, can y'all help me? I remember my son. Um, Day 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 had to be about six, seven months. And I had no money. Right? And I didn't want to go home and ask my mother and father. Right? Pride. And I went to my girlfriends. Never forget. I went to Carol and all of them. And I was like, yo, y'all, can you, um, you know, can y'all help me out and get, um, you know, loan me $20 so I can get my son some pampers? Oh, if you want something, sell some drugs. Like, nah, I'm not selling motherfucking drugs. Like, I ain't being taken away. Nah, you know, you, you thought you had all of that. You know, your parents and them, they was doing for you. Now you a bum bitch. Oh, word. I went home. Ma, I don't got no pampers. It's already there. 
She said, we seen it. It's already there. I looked at my friends. At first, I was hurt. I was. I was hurt. My brother man was like, ah, uh, Donna, you can do it. You know, just fuck it. I'm out here. Nigga, I'm not being out here. Fuck them. I took care of them. I said, but nah, it's okay. They did. Oh, you thought because you had pretty hair and all of that, bitch, you a bum. But now look at all of them. And I'm not saying it in a disrespectful way. But I, because I said, yo, I'm going to get a job. I was a caseworker for homeless families for six years. Yo, I wanted to get a job. I didn't want to live in the projects. I stayed in the projects for five years. I moved down to my mother's house. I didn't want to stay there. My mother passed away. So I moved my family, me and my husband, God bless the dead, and my family. And we moved down south. And I stayed in Atlanta for 20 years. 20 and those same friends that kept on telling me I'm not going to be shit, none of that. Every time they see me on TV or they see me, oh, girl, I couldn't believe it. Girl, I thought you would be back. You didn't come back 20 years I've been going, ma. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, and half of them got strung out on drugs. They got abused. Mental went crazy. The girlfriend mama came to me. I was working in the Botanica. She said, listen. I need you to help my daughter because I, I don't know. She's just lost. And I, I told the mother because she came to me. I said, yo, I remember when I was 14, you told me I'd never be shit. I'm sorry, you know. I said, wow. I said, who do you come to? She was like, you know, just try and help her because she has lost her mind. And I just don't know. Mm. I said, okay. I said, do she need help? I don't know. because I said, wow. And at that moment, I could have been petty. I could have been like, fuck you, lady. All the shit you said. I said, okay. But see, her herself knew the damage that she done to so many. That karma don't lose the address. But now you holding that guilt. And then her daughter carries that guilt. Oh, because I'm not living a lifestyle. What lifestyle? Any style that you create is the one you create for yourself. Oh. Because her kids make her feel bad. They hold guilt. Oh, well, you, you, because you want to sit here and give them all these name brand shit and I teach them responsibilities. Not one time can my kids, because my father taught me that. You want it? Get out there and earn it. I'm going to take care of you. You my child. But I'm going to give you the basics. You're going to be warm, but I'm not going out buying you. Back then, we wanted uh, Uptowns, right? Five kids, Uptowns. Back then, it was $35 to us. That don't mean nothing now, but sneakers now. What? My father was alive. He'd be sitting there. You pay how much for who? Like, real talk. But he was like, no. You get these sneakers right here. They comfortable. Man, we don't want to wear those skippies. Man, then get out there and earn it. Get a job. So we did. We hustled. We, my brother was sticking up the paper boys, and my other brother was a thief, and I was getting out there, getting it how I get it, and... You know, now we brought our own sneakers. Father gave us one rule, don't let the police come here. <laughs> so all I'm saying, okay, sir. But when you earn it, you appreciate it more. When somebody give it to you, you really don't look at it as, you know. So it's a difference. Teaches you responsibility. Teaches you how to, you know, see what's important. Because, see, I used to tell my kids, I can get you these, these Tim's. I can get you these Tims. These Tims is a hundred. These Northlakes are 45 and you could take this and get you an outfit, have some money in your pocket, or you can have these Tims and be broke because I ain't giving you no money. 
shit. You know, my kids, they will tell you, my mother never brought us no, no uh, Tim's. I sure didn't at all. You better get those North Flakes. And if something go wrong, yeah, I know Tim's. You can send them back and get them. But North Flakes, I love them. They have good quality, better than Tim's to me. So get those North Flakes. Those North Flakes is, is not even a quarter more. You can get an outfit. You, you want your hair done, Isha, you can get that. You get your little feet done, and you have money left over. Or you can get those shits and not have nothing. But you'll look cute. You ain't going to have an outfit, so you better dig in that closet and see what's going to go with it. You ain't getting no haircut day there. You ain't doing all that because you look cute. Fuck those goddamn Tims. Fuck that. That boy said, oh, I, I want money in my pocket. That's how you do. It's okay to, to shop on the clearance rack. It's okay. I love Old Slavia and, and uh, the Gap for my kids and the children's place and Oshkosh by gosh. But guess what? I knew if my budget didn't require it, I'm going in the clearance rack, see what they got. Okay, nope. Then I'm going in the neighborhood store. What's up? I'm going on Jamaica Avenue, see where it going. See if the Disney store got a sale. Okay. I got four kids. My bills are paid. They look decent. I ain't got time to be trying to impress somebody and be broke, trying to ask somebody in the store, can you buy them a hero? No, I'm going to feed my goddamn kids. No, I know how to budget. I got a family. I got a husband. Yes, we both worked. We still had to pay bills. Kids go, listen, I don't know about y'all, but school ain't free. You either paying for the lunches or you getting there and you're going to fill out that paperwork. They're going to get reduced lunch if both parents are working because they want their money up top or you're going to hold that report card and all of that. So we had to do that. Kids go on trips. You want to deny your kid? Why? They didn't ask to come here. So now you got to pay for trips. And then if they have some after school program, they got to pay for that. My son played football. My daughter played football. My other daughter was in the choir. The other one was doing all kinds of shit. So now we got to pay for that. Now they got to have clothes. They ain't nobody small. So we got to make sure they got clothes. Now we got to make sure that they got a TV, they got beds, they got a bedding. I don't know about y'all, but some of y'all, y'all buy a blanket and keep that fucking blanket on the bed for 90 years. No, we're going to chase this shit out. Now we got underwear and panties and bras. And now if everybody's bleeding, we got to buy pads. We got to buy a, a fucking first aid kit. We got to make sure they, if they get a headache, kids get sick. We got to always keep money in the house. So it was a lot. You gonna go out there and sell drugs? Now who gonna raise your kids? Who gonna take care of them like you do? Rent comes every month. Bills come every month. So you gotta take care of that. So you gonna allow someone to guilt trip you? To make you feel guilty where you will suffer and they benefit off of you? No. No, it ends today. Today it ends. Today, it ends. You don't need to post a post saying, oh my goodness, I'm leaving people alone. No, for what? Just continue living your life and make it comfortable for you and your family. And know that, yes, point to people that point to you, but check the cup. Make sure what you point to is worthy of carrying your ache, your essence, your knowledge, your magic. Make sure they're worthy of it. Because not everybody should have access. And those that do, if they take it for advantage, cut them off. Everybody has an expiration date. Friendships expires. See you later and keep on going. Trains stop 
at different destinations. This your stop, baby. Your ticket say you can't go no more. See you later. Train stop. Kick them off and keep going. Keep going and have faith in your destination. It wasn't a conference call. The vision was for you. Don't worry about who's supporting you. You support you. Always bet on you. You're the surest thing in the world. I always bet on me because I'm a surefire bet. I may miss a day. I might miss a moment. Might even skip a beat. But I'm still coming. Remember that. Remember that. If nothing else. And as always, this is Bobby Ann's baby girl staying. It's been a plum pleasing pleasure. And thank you. All of y'all that's been supporting the Back Porch Conjure. I appreciate each and every one of you. And those that stop listening or those that's only listen to try to hold something over me, it's okay. I love you too. I pray you hit the lotto so you ain't got to worry about my broke ass. Peace out.